WXDX-FM, Pittsburgh. Here's my advice to Antonio Brown in the wake of all that gibberish yesterday. Stop talking to the kids, uh, media, pardon me, and get off social media. If you want to spend more time with your kids, live with your kids year-round. And if you really can't stand the pressure, well, then quit. Every single one of Antonio Brown's problems are of his own making. And they're not really problems in the first place. I would say they're worth dealing with if you're making 17 mil, as Brown will this coming year. AB is not a victim in any way, shape, or form. So, to repeat my advice, stop talking to the media and get off social media If you don't like the spotlight, don't constantly seek it. Antonio Braun is extremely unlikable. He and Lev Bell make the Steelers unlikable. And that is all the people need to know. My name is Mark Madden. I am a super genius with a tested IQ of 166, and you can't teach that. 412-333-WXDX is the number to call, or you can follow me on Twitter, at MarkMaddenX. The radio ratings came out today. I am once again number one in my time slot for the money demographic, men 25 through 54, except no substitutes. I hesitate to talk more about Antonio Brown because it's just no fun. It's a headache just like him. The United States will get to host the World Cup in 2026. Well, the U.S. will, along with Canada and Mexico, that was announced today. I hope Trump's wall doesn't make travel difficult. Uh, This will not change the face of soccer in the U.S. That won't happen ever. They promised us that in 94 when the U.S. hosted the World Cup. All this is is hosting a soccer tournament. I just hope I live to see it. Will Cristiano Ronaldo be retired by then? And will Double M be alive by then? Uh, Pittsburgh is not among the potential host cities, by the way. Pittsburgh will not be getting a game. Uh, Rafael Nadal is on everybody's crap list the tennis player who's won, I believe, every French Open ever. Nadal was asked about equal pay for women in tennis, and Nadal said, quote, it's a comparison we shouldn't even make. Female models earn more than male models, and nobody says anything. Why? Because they have a larger following. In tennis, too, who gathers a larger audience earns more, unquote. Shame on Rafael Nadal. Shame on him for being absolutely right. That's the worst thing you can do these days in terms of PR is to be right. Sports is entertainment. In entertainment, you get paid based on revenue produced. And then there's the Pirates. Yikes. Uh, They're going to play later this afternoon. Series finale at Arizona. Uh, They blew the five-zip lead on Monday. And then they were down 8-0 after three innings last night. And... Lost at Arizona 13-8. to 
the Pirates have now lost eight series in a row. Trevor Williams got his ass kicked, but at least he's funny on Twitter. Uh, the Pirates made three errors, and it led to five unearned runs. Uh, Polanco started, went 0 for 4, dogged it to first base. Hurdle covered up from afterwards, said he's having hamstring problems. Well, if he's having hamstring problems, why is he playing? And why is he playing again today? Uh, Sean Rodriguez got two at-bats, 0 for 2. Meadows, their best hitter, didn't play at all. The Pirates are like the Bad News Bears visit Arizona, except Buttermaker was a better manager. How can you be a Pirate fan when the best guys don't play? And if I sound like a broken record, well, that's because no one is flipping me over. Meadows should play every game, and Polanco shouldn't start at all. Sean Rodriguez should be DFA. Hurdle has lost his balls. His mind, too. But he's definitely lost his balls. The Pirates started 11-4, and and since then they're 21-31. and To quote the great American philosopher Rob Schneider, Oh, no! They stink again! Pirates at Arizona this afternoon. Like I said, Polanco playing. Dickerson is out. Dickerson's hitting... 311, Polanco's hitting 202. The team is in utter collapse, and Hurdle just continues to try and prop up Gregory Polanco. It's shameful. And then you got the weirdest story in sports in a long time. Eric Carlson's wife says Mike Hoffman's girlfriend has been harassing her and stalking her online and wished death upon her unborn child, who was tragically stillborn. Both those guys play for the Ottawa Senators, but but not for long. The harassment has been traced to an IP address at Hoffman's house. A restraining order is filed. The wives and girlfriends can really mess up a sports team. Uh, This is like Real Housewives of Ottawa. Mike Hoffman got to dump his girlfriend. No question, he's got to ditch her. He worked his whole life to become an NHL player. Now, really, it's time to hockey or her because ain't nobody going to want him on their team when she brings along that baggage. He's pretty good, but he's not, for example, Eric Carlson. Uh, Steelers minicamp is ongoing. The real shame of AB's stream of gibberish yesterday is that it obscures the other topics, not that you could ascertain much in three days. Uh, AB's not the problem. Le'Veon Bell isn't the problem. The defense is the problem. How are they going to fix that problem? The man who can do it is Tom Bradley. With all due respect to Keith Butler, the coordinator, they should let Bradley have massive input with that D. Bradley knows more about defense than Butler. He just does. He might only be the new DB's coach, but Bradley can be a great resource for Butler. Uh, Vince Williams says the Steelers are going to play more man-to-man than it's going to be about 50-50. That strikes me right there as the influence of Bradley. Butler said the Steelers will practice tackling more when camp proper starts at Latrobe in a month and a half. That's the residue of that playoff loss to Jacksonville where Leonard Fournette 
uh, made Bince, among others, but mostly Bince, into roadkill. Uh, Joey Porter says T.J. Watt is not good in pass coverage. Well, maybe that's the coaching. Very odd to hear a coach say that a guy ain't good at this or that. But that's Joey Porter. He's not really a coach. He's a mascot. Juju Smith-Schuster is not participating in minicamp. He's there, but he's hurt. There's a report his knee is hurt. He says he will be 100% to start training camp. Didn't say nothing about cutting down his endorsements or his videos or all the ancillary stuff he does. Just said he'd be 100% for camp. Well, today's show is starting out just dandy. I think, but I would say that. I'm number one in my time slot, don't forget. Uh, Oh, remember the Penn State quarterback, Christian Hackenberg? He got traded from the New York Jets to Oakland, then Oakland cut him already. He didn't even make it out of minicamp. The World Cup starts tomorrow, 11 a.m. I think Russia plays Saudi Arabia. Those are two of the worst teams in the tournament. Then beginning Friday. There will be three games on every weekday until tournament's conclusion, and I will be watching these games during the show. You won't hear any uh, soccer Tourette's because Liverpool FC won't be playing. I won't be emotionally attached. But keep in mind, I'll barely be paying attention to the show, and that should make for a much better show. Uh, I didn't see this. Juju Smith-Schuster was on uh, Twitter begging to be put on the cover of uh, the Madden video game. Maybe that's how he hurt his knee. Uh, Staying with the World Cup, Spain fired their manager the day before the World Cup because he took the manager's job with Real Madrid, and that starts after the World Cup, but they fired him now for reasons I can't ascertain, nor can I ascertain why this dummy had to take the job before the tournament when it would still be thereafter. That's Real Madrid screwing up the national team of the country in which they reside and play because they think they're bigger than the national team. And the sad truth is they are. Uh, That Mr. Rogers documentary is out. I don't know where to see it, but that's okay because I don't intend to see it. Uh, I'm told Mr. Rogers used to gag interns with the sleeve of that cardigan sweater, but no, that's not anywhere in there. Nowhere in the documentary. Do you think Mr. Rogers was that nice all the time? No way. Double M on the X, we got Mike Rupp at 4.30. Last appearance of the hockey season, because hockey season's over. Dejon at 5.30. At 5 o'clock, I'm going to tell you why the World Cup in the U.S. in 2026 will not turn America into a soccer paradise, and I will tell you why it hasn't worked out, and I'll tell you how America can become a soccer paradise. But it all starts with the hot girl in high school dating the soccer captain. It's true. It's damn true. If you want a little preview, check out my blog on the Mark Madden page at wxdx.com. Uh, just around the corner, I'll tell you what Sidney Crosby's doing on his vacation. It is so typically Sidney Crosby. I'm Mark Madden, 105.9 The X. 
And now the super genius, Mark Madden. You people wouldn't understand that because you don't have groins. You're a funny guy. That is very funny. Don't interrupt me. The X at 105.9. Uh, ESPN.com's awesome hockey coverage just wrote a story about how the Penguins maybe kept the wrong goalie. A, they didn't. B, maybe you're a little late to that party. I mean, welcome to the 21st century, Buck Rogers. Uh, I wrote a column in the trip today comparing Sidney Crosby and Alexander Ovechkin and Evgeny Malkin. Yeah, I know, one in a series. And right now, Sid is obviously ahead of Ovi. At least to me, that's obvious. But there's no question that Ovi has a chance to overhaul Sid. And he gave himself that chance by winning the Stanley Cup. And now all the Caps fans say I'm a sore loser. And the Pens fans are like, Sid's way ahead of Ovi. And he's ahead, but maybe not way ahead. And the funny part is, these Nimrods chirp on Twitter. Mostly, you can tell, without having read the column. Ovi's going to be remembered as the all-time best Russian NHLer ever. He's not now. But he will be by then because Ovi's going to have 800 goals. Gino is the sacrificial lamb in this particular debate. Now, this might just be me because I put a higher premium on goals than anything else. That's why I think Mario is better than Gretzky because Mario was a much better goal scorer and Mario did everything else great too. Ovi's got those raw goals. But he just doesn't do everything else great. I use the term productive physicality in my column. Sid has that. Sid uses his physicality to win and possess pucks. And to make plays. Ovi just runs over people once in a while. Ovi is bigger and more fearsome, I guess. But Sid actually contributes more physically. The key word there being contributes 412-333-9939 is the number to call uh Jonathan Bomboli at the Trib website is breaking down the Penguins position by position he says the Penguins have a glut at left wing I disagree they have a lot of left wings but not very many good ones Gensel is the only truly legitimate top six wing they got Unless Zach Aston Reese becomes that. But Hagelin's not a top six. Yeah, he played there this past season. Maybe that was part of the problem. Sherry, boy, that's a stretch. Although, if he's not a top six, he's not a bottom six either, which is why trading him might be the best for all concerned. And I said a day or so ago that the Penguins, if they want to trade, will have to trade who they can trade. I brought up the names Rust and Mata if they want to, you know, shake things up. I would never trade Mata. If Sprong, Kessel, and Hornquist are going to all be on the team, then it makes sense to trade Rust. It just makes sense. But even though Sherry's contract is a little high, and even though his production was a little off, a lot of teams would take Sherry. Because his salary would get him close to the floor, help get them to the floor of the cap. And he scored 18 goals, and for some teams, that's rarefied air. Just not here in Pittsburgh. Now, 
those teams might feel, and rightly, that the reason Sherry scored that many goals was because of his intermittent play on Sidney Crosby's line. But uh, you'd be able to trade him. You just wouldn't get much for him. But some team would take a guy that can score, even though, boy, it's easy to see Sherry going to, say, Arizona and get nine goals, like Max Domi each of the past two years. Max Domi might be Sherry with Pittsburgh, and Sherry might be Max Domi with Arizona in terms of production, although I think Max Domi is a more talented player. And, in fact, I do think he'd do really well here in Pittsburgh. But your statistics reflect opportunity, ice time, power play, stuff like that, who you play with and how good your team is. I mean, for Max Domi to score nine goals with uh, with Arizona is an indictment of Arizona as much as anything. Then again, that Clayton Keller kid had a hell of a season. Let's go to Scott in the van. Scott, you're on with Mark. Hey, Mark, how are you doing today? Terrific. Hey, just to, to wade in a little bit on the OB Sid thing, I think it's all going to boil down to longevity, which one can hang around longer because Sid as we all know, is one cheap shot away from never playing again. So is Ovi. Where, so is any player. Uh, I don't think as much because Sid... No, you're wrong. Every player okay. is vulnerable all the time out there. I agree to that. But I mean, Sid hasn't had a concussion that's kept him out of significant time for, for years now. But, but go so on. Your longevity point is not without merit. Keep going. So whoever stays around a lot longer is going to be seen a lot longer and therefore produce more. Okay, uh, let, let me let me counter that argument by saying longevity hasn't helped guys like Yager and Ron Francis. It's almost like they stuck around so long. Uh, you're right, the last memory is, is, is permanent. What you see last, but what they saw, those two guys, wasn't very good. And even though Yager is the number two points guy of all time in the NHL, I don't hear anybody saying he's among the top five players. Do you? That's, I would put him in there. Personally. Okay, ahead of who? I mean, who are your top five? Uh, top five, obviously, Mario, uh, Gretzky, Kiefer, uh, Yager, and Bobby Orr. Who who'd you say between? Who'd you say before Yager? Kiefer Floor. Guy Lafleur, yeah, bro, you're you're you're, you're 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 so far off base. It's just what about Gordy Howe? Excuse me. What about Gordy Howe, Rocket Richard, Bobby Hull, Mike Bossy? Well, you're 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 adding to it. All those guys are better players than Yager was, and Yager, God bless him, God bless his longevity. And imagine if he hadn't spent those three seasons in Russia and got points over here. The point is for perception, perception. You can stick around too long, and I'm not sure Ovi or Sid will, but I'm not sure Ovi or Sid won't. People do remember what they saw last. Sometimes that's good. For example, the only reason some people now, like that Adam Shine on CBS Sports, the reason he's saying that Ovi's better than Sid is because of what Ovi just did. And we all remember what Ovi just did. It's very fresh in our minds. They're still partying with the cop because of what Ovi just did. Let's go to Matt and Allison Park. Matt, you're on with the Super Genius. Big M. Uh, big fan, big fan. Thank I you think, very uh, little. Like a, 
Yeah, I think a good comparison and kind of piggybacking off of what people remember last is, uh, like Bettis. Remember him winning the Super Bowl and retiring. So I think that has. I remember him fumbling in Indianapolis and almost screwing up the whole deal. Unfortunately. But point of like Ovi and Sid, like Ovi's kind of got like a lot of Brett Favre when he's got the one title. He does all the. See, here's the thing though. Let me, let me, let me. I understand the comparison, but, but, but Brett Favre isn't Ovi or Sid. Those guys are way better than him. Okay? Uh, who, who did you mention before that? What do you mean? Oh, like in like Sid's oh, like, Jerome, like Bettis. Brady level. Jerome Bettis is like some ham and egg or running back who barely made the oh, Hall no, of Fame. We're talking about all-time greats here. Yeah, I'm talking about your point of the last thing people remember is, you know, that lasting legacy of, you know, Elway winning the Super Bowl and then retiring. And then, like, the legacy of Yager is him doing nothing for, Cal- you know, Calgary. Yeah, people remember what they see, but they look at the numbers, too. And it's hard to tell what matters more to them. And, and you mentioned personality. That's a big part of it, too. If they like the guy, they'll find whatever benefits that guy and say it matters more. For example, Terrell Owens didn't make the Hall of Fame his first two tries, even though he might be the greatest wide receiver in history, and his statistics back that up. And they talked about him being a cancer, bad for team chemistry, bad teammate. That had nothing to do with his credentials for the Hall of Fame. That's just not anywhere in the description of the committee to address that. And they did. Why? Because they didn't like Terrell Owens. And that's why Halls of Fame all suck. Not to be critical. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. I can't believe that they, they, they're still starting Polanco. Hurdle. Can't believe it. Can't believe Rodriguez bet it twice last night. But, hey, that's the Pirates, and that's how they do things. That's how they operate. And, and they just expect you to buy it. Hey, one of their writers, I forget which one. I saw one of their writers justifying all this. Even as Hurdle said, Polanco has hamstring problems. Polanco, I guess, always has hamstring problems. But Hurdle's using that to cover up for Polanco dogging at the first base last night, which he did once. Did it ever occur to Clint? Clint Hurdle's a wuss. He's a sissy Mary. Okay? Polanco needs a kick up the ass at this point. Enough hand-holding. Give him a kick up the ass. And he dogged it. He's not playing for a week. But Clint Hurdle wants to be a nice guy. Clint Hurdle has a gruff exterior. Clint Hurdle just bullies the media. And the media acquiesces, which is why they're not running him out of time. In fact, they're backing this ludicrous, insane style of managing where, you know, I heard one of the B teams say today, well, they have four good outfielders, and this way when you rotate them, they all play and they all get a chance to prove themselves. Okay except they don't have four good outfielders. One of them sucks, and there's no reason to play him X amount of games to get him going because you don't need to get him going because one guy's batting 340, one guy's batting 311, one guy's batting a productive 288. There's no reason to play the guy hitting 202 at all. Let's go to Mike in traffic. Mike, you're on with Double M. Double Genius. 
I agree with everything you've always said about Murray against Flurry and the point you were just making about numbers. Unfortunately, our fan base in the city when it comes to hockey is terrible, and that's why they they're are, horrible. They're they terrible. Are, I agree. But Murray's numbers are through the roof compared to Flurry's when he first started. Everybody yeah, this is boring me. Goodbye. One's gone, one's here. There's no need to debate it anymore. It's not like you got Slava Medvedenko to play goal. Oh, wait to hear what Stephen A. said, the Snoop Dogg, in an interview. We'll get to that just around the corner. Real quick, Larry and Green Tree. Larry, you're on with Mark. Hey, Mr. Madden, how are you? Um, you know what? I agree with you. The Steelers will never win a Super Bowl as long as Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell are both on that team. It, there's no team concept whatsoever. It's just all about them and they're whining and they're drama and it's nonstop. Yeah, but they do produce. Bro, bro, the big problem's the defense. I, yeah. I, I agree that you'll never win with those guys, but they're good players. I just don't mm-hmm. think they have the personality to, to put the team over the top. And, and I think at some point it, it's a fine mm-hmm. line. And I hate chemistry. I hate leadership. I hate all of that stuff. It's mostly a myth. But there's got to be some reason why some of the all-time greats in a given sport never win. Yeah. If I, if one more question, if I can ask you, if you had to bet, you think they're going to get rid of Kessel, trade him? I don't think they'll be able to. There's a difference. I don't Nobody's think they'll be able to. His contract. Uh, his contract, the length of his contract, six point eight mil a year. That's a bargain for a guy that had ninety-two points. But uh, his quirks and the length of his contract. Let's go to Mike in Lawrenceville. Mike, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. Uh, going back to the hurdle situation, I was just wondering, is there a way you could go to a press conference? No, I'm not going to do that. Okay. Why would I do that? I, I don't like baseball. I like I like to go to the Cambridge Club and just watch baseball. Bro, I'm 57. Yeah. I paid my dues. I've been, I used to go to that collar press conference all the time. Okay, to what end? What good did it do me? What good did it do to anybody? I used to go to pirate games. And sit in the media lounge and sit in the press box with all those boobs who still cover the team making minimum wage. The only thing I got out of that was I got to talk to Chuck Tanner a lot, and he was the greatest guy ever. I learned so much about baseball from him. I- I've done my share. Let somebody else go out and do it. I've done my part. All right, Mark. I just thought maybe coming from somebody that actually knows what they're talking about, Hurdle might wake up. Who says I know what I'm talking about? You, you don't, right. don't no seriously. The, the stuff we're talking about, you don't need to be Abner Doubleday or Sparky Anderson or Connie Mack to, to know that what he's doing is just ludicrously wrong. Up next, wait to hear what Stephen A. Smith said. It's hilarious. 1059. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Nice talking to you, Mark. Hey, so be it. Kills time. Hey, Mark, big fan. Hey, super genius. How you doing today? Getting funky like a monkey. The X at 105.9. Double M on the X. The thing about that Brown rant was, outside of a few fans, nobody criticized Antonio Brown for missing most of the OTAs. But... Those people were on Twitter, and A.B. takes social media very seriously. Uh, The funniest part was A.B. complained about the media reporting that he said Lev Bell should show up. A.B. did say that. So A.B. was criticizing the media for quoting him accurately. Someday A.B. will write an autobiography and claim he was misquoted in that. Am I really free? That's a quote from A.B. yesterday. 
I have to laugh when a multimillionaire says that, and I bet you have to laugh too. Am I really free? And then Vince Williams goes on Twitter and says he feels the same way. Yo, Vince, you should play for free. It's not the same thing. Uh, here is some vintage Cindy Crosby news. He's taking a vacation in Europe, and you go on Twitter to see photos of him on the ice skating with some team in Switzerland. That guy does push-ups in his sleep. Uh, Pirates have now lost eight series in a row. They lost last night at Arizona after trailing 8 nothing after three innings. I don't know what the heck happened to Trevor Williams because he started off well and he struggles now. Okay, so maybe I do know the problem with Trevor Williams. He's just not very good. You look at that Pirates rotation. They have a couple of number three and number four starters, and Williams might be number five. Guys like that, they have ups, they have downs. Williams had an up at season start, and now he's down. Uh, and yet, Kingham remains in AAA. Sean Rodriguez 0 for 2 last night. Down to hitting 159. He trails my IQ by 7 points. He's down to 159, and he still gets at-bats a jersey, and a paycheck. Yikes. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. A couple changes today in NCAA sports. Division I football players can now play up to four games and not lose a season of eligibility. That gives a, a bit more flexibility to coaches, but also benefits the players. The NCAA also dropped rules allowing schools to block transfers. Uh, conferences can still use a stricter rule, but according to the NCAA, schools can no longer block transfers. Hey, anything less restrictive, I am all for, because uh, college athletes are way, way too exploited. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Let's go to Malone in Fox Chapel. Malone, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Hey, Mark. Uh, you had mentioned um, Tom Butler being being a good resource for, for – for, uh, I'm sorry, Tom Bradley being a good resource for, right. uh, for Butler. And uh, I, I would have disagreed with you going into the season, but uh, those players seem to really – really be latching on to what he has to offer, which which kind of surprises me given that he doesn't have any pro experience. Yeah, but he has a lot of experience coaching pro players. That's true. Guys who went on to bigger and better from Penn State and then again later at UCLA. And, and keep this in mind. Football's football. Defense is defense. Major college is a high level of the game. And Bradley's been a defensive coordinator at a high level a lot longer than Keith Butler has. A lot longer. Yeah, that's true, but um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that translates. But uh, thanks for taking my call, hey, everybody. What was that last part? Let's go to Mike in Newcastle. Mike, you're on with Double M. Good day, Mister Madden. What up, uh, Mark? Did you see the game last night by any chance? I saw bits and pieces of it. Okay, uh, I did not understand what what happened. Uh, they got that. They uh, came back in. Uh, they made the game eight uh, eight to six at one point, but then Hurdle leaves Sean Rodriguez in the game, which puts him 
which puts the yeah, he made a two for one switch and left Rodriguez in the number nine spot. Which and Austin which, Meadows which, never batted at all. That is unacceptable. Uh, man. No, no, no. I can cut right to the chase, buddy. Sean Rodriguez being on the Pirates roster is unacceptable. Let alone oh, getting a jersey, that. getting a paycheck, getting at bats, and hitting one fifty nine. He might be the worst major leaguer. Well, that Chris Davis guy in Baltimore plays more and does worse, but you you get my drift. Oh, absolutely. But I think Davis uh, can hit a home run every now and then. He has four. Anything. This this guy needs the – I don't care. Bring Jung Ho Gung on the team. I don't care anymore. Oh, I think that will happen. I'm just interested to see who they ditch when Gung does join the team. 412-333-9939. Double M on the X. Uh, A little later, we're going to talk about an article I did in the Trib. I've been talking about it on the show. Can Ovi ever pull ahead of Sid in terms of being ranked among the all-time greats? Uh, I've talked about that over the last couple days, but but most are misinterpreting. Uh, I said, could Ovi? Not Ovi will, but but could Ovi? And you know what? Whether you want to admit it or not, he could. I don't think he will, but winning the Stanley Cup gives him a chance somewhere down the road. I'm Mark Madden, 105.9. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. No one wants to hear your life story. What do you want to say on my radio show? Hey, yo, Mike. Mark, how you doing? Call me Mike. The X at 105.9. This just in from Steelers minicamp. Juju Smith-Schuster said the Steelers have got to be number one in celebrations this year. Got to be number one in celebrations. Direct quote. I can't wait till Ben retires. And I bet a big part of Ben can't wait till he retires either. And I know what a lot of people... A lot of fans, a lot of people who do my job, they say, oh, he's a kid. Let him have fun. Got to have fun. It's all about fun. It's a game. They're playing a game. Let him have fun. You know what? I can't think that way. I can't. I never have. I never will. Maybe you soft, spoiled, entitled millennials who want stuff handed to you. Maybe you can think that way. You wallow in thinking that way. But I think the fun is in the winning. And look at the Washington Capitals. They've gone overboard with their celebrations. But I've endorsed it. I've not made fun of it. And it's amazing, by the way, a lot of the same voices who say, Ah, you gotta have fun! Think the Capitals are having too much fun. So it's to do with who won and who lost and who you're rooting for and who you're not. But I think winning is the fun. The source of more fun and really the only fun. But whatever. Go ahead, Juju. Lead the league in celebrations, however it is you do that. You know, I don't have to like Juju. I don't have to like Bron. I don't have to like Bell. And I don't. I just don't. I won't. And I think my reasons are well-founded. But hey, the fun generation, keep having fun. Now, when your life's over, you can look back at all the fun you had, and I bet you didn't achieve as much as you could have. But it's all about fun 
these days. Here's a tweet from WEEI in Boston. I hate those guys, but this is a good tweet. Think the Patriots drama's bad? At least they aren't the Steelers. Outsiders, media fans, football people, looked at that A.B. bet yesterday and said, what is wrong with that guy? Has he gone crazy? You know what? Maybe he has. Maybe what A.B. really needs is therapy. Seriously, you look at a guy talk like that, who has this persecution complex when nothing could be further from the truth, maybe he needs therapy. Maybe he's a little milky in the filter, to use a technical term. Maybe he needs help. All we get told is, hey, talk to me. If you need help, say something. I think A.B. needs help. So yesterday, he said something. Uh, there's a big section in the Post-Gazette today about summer salads. Uh, they all look and sound delightful, by the way. One of the dressings is described as charred lemon vinaigrette. Charred lemon vinaigrette. How exactly do you char lemon vinaigrette? In a related item, Stephen A. Smith did an interview online with Snoop Dogg. And Stephen A. said he's an ass man, and I quote, a bottom feeder. Stephen A. said he's a bottom feeder. Hey, you know what might make that taste better? Some charred lemon vinaigrette. Hello, Mr. Disney. Let's go to Kyle and Pitcairn. Kyle, you're on the Mark Mad Show. Yeah, of course, Ovechkin. Yeah, it's Kenny from Turtle Creek. You're banned from the show, Junior. Take a hike. Take a hike! Now, maybe Kenny needs help. Maybe that's a cry for help. Maybe a call for help. My advice to Kenny is call somebody else. Talk to somebody. Let them know you need help. What if I got my own problems? Kenny, don't worry, it won't be a permanent ban. Just six or seven years. In just 30 seconds. I can't wait for five o'clock. The list today is going to be one of my funniest things I've ever done. But in 30 seconds, we're going to talk about are the Steelers likable? Yes or no? Call now. Get in line ahead of Kenny or Kyle, whatever his name is today. And tell me, are the Steelers likable or unlikable and why? And does that matter to you as a fan of the football team? I'll get down and dirty in 30 seconds here on 105.9.